everyone. Welcome back to Promise Neighborhoods Live Podcast. We are a Black-led, anti-racist, women-centered, liberation-based grassroots organization. I'm Jeannie Garcia, the Program Manager for Violence Prevention and Reentry. Um, to the left of me, we have, go ahead, Zali, introduce yourself. I'm Zali A. Sierra. I'm the Youth Coordinator at Promise Neighborhoods of the Lehigh Valley. Um, hey y'all, I am Angelina Arroyo Bush and I'm just a guest speaker here with Promise Neighborhood, uh, supporting their movement in all ways possible and I'm excited. Awesome. So last week our podcast was, we had men on the podcast and they were talking about relationships, um, toxic relationships and our toxic, toxic relationships, a form of violence. So we got a lot of feedback that there were no women. So today we're following up with three women to, um, I guess it's a part two. Angie, what do you think, Zalia? Mm-hmm. Part two? Part two. So that's the first question. And I'll ask, I'll ask Angie, mm-hmm. um, are toxic relationships a form of violence? And how are they a form of violence? So I feel violence comes in many different forms. Um, They can be verbal, they can be mental, they can be anyway. So if you're in a relationship that's unhealthy, which becomes toxic, they are a form of violence because you're not healthy. So there's toxicity going on in your life, in your relationship. And so if it's not healthy because they're speaking negatively to you, it's a form of violence, right? So yeah. um, so when you think of violence, you don't think of just physical violence. I think of all kinds of violence. So I think of mental, um, verbal, and physical. Right. So you are happily married, right? Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? Because I want the, I want the mm-hmm. viewers to understand that we were st- strategic on bringing the women on today to the podcast because a little bit of different... Um, Relationship statuses, yeah, 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 if you may. Sure. So, so I have been with my husband for twelve years, together twelve, married ten as of May, um, and we've known each other since I was fifteen. Wow. So um, we've been through ups and downs. We've definitely been through a lot of stretching and growing. Um, for any relationship to thrive and be healthy, you are constantly changing, communicating, growing, and being stretched. Um, you cannot be in a relationship and be healthy. Well, in my opinion, right? Because mm-hmm. I guess everybody's opinion. Right. Um, you cannot be in a relationship um, if you're not changing, if you're not thriving. Um, as an individual yourself, you change and you grow every so many years. So now imagine you're with somebody and now they're changing and then you have to change and then you have to change together. So it's like, so um, in, in my relationship, thank you for sharing that because that, that's a mm-hmm. great point. I'm in a long-term relationship. Um, we're not married, but we are one. We're um, we're unified, definitely. We are one being, respectfully. Um, and, and often I see we've changed a lot, who we were from the very beginning. And he has made the same before that. It's like engaging with four different people, five different people throughout the years that I've changed so much. Mm-hmm. That's a level of growth that is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. If you're stagnant, and you're the same person from day one, mm-hmm. we're not feeding off each other. Mm-hmm. We're not growing. Um, so that, that's a good point that you made up. Zali, we have you on, we invited you to get on because you have actually one of the healthy relationship, one of the healthiest relationships 
that I see. So can you share a little bit about your relationship and, and talk about how that transpired and what that does for you? Okay, so I've been in a long distance relationship for about two years now. And anytime I tell somebody it's long distance, they're like, how, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> how do you make that work? How do you trust each other? And it takes it takes a lot. It does take a lot. Long distance isn't easy either, because at least, you know, it's like, OK, we're not face to face, but still being not face to face, not being able to have those conversations face to face sometimes, too. It can it can be hard, but it's all about the love. That's what I would say. It's about the love. It's yeah. about the communication. Also, the building too. like it gives us time to me build myself he's building himself mm -hmm. at the same time. So yeah. then when we come together, it's like, mm -hmm. so that, that's something you don't hear about today, right? Mm -hmm. Especially with social media and um, the youth, you don't hear about people saying we're building a relationship and we're doing it long distance. Mm -hmm. I am guilty. I am one of those persons that laugh like, really? What? Long distance house is going to last. Mm -hmm. And I've literally watched her over two years build that relationship with um, with Josh, mm -hmm. this young man. And respectfully, too, you know, um, and, and that was the next question. What does a healthy relationship look like? So we kind of answered it um, before we, we, we even asked the question. That is a great example of what a healthy relationship looks like. Building, building blocks, getting to know each other before you make that heavy duty commitment of being like laid up together in the same space together, paying bills together. That's amazing. So that is a, a great example for a healthy relationship. Um, it, I, I think it is. Angie, yeah, what, sure. what's your, like, what's um, that look like to you? I always say healthy relationships take communication. So I agree. Definitely communication. Um, what happens is I feel a lot of people don't know how to communicate. Mm. So they touched on that last week. How do you communicate with someone, right? So, and I always say your trauma and your life has a lot to do with how you communicate with people. Yeah. Um, so if you grew up in a household that didn't know, you didn't know what communication looked like, you didn't know what a healthy relationship looked yeah. like, what does that look like? Does that include cursing? Does that include talking, being talked down to? Right. What do you accept? You know, what does your self-love consider? So I always talk when I, my journey's been long. So I've been with Ronnie 12 years, but in my journey, I've had to learn how to self-love. So when yes. I talk to women, I'm always like self-love. He used to always be like, Angie, I can't be your happiness. And I used to be like, what? Yeah. You cannot be my happiness? Yes. No. He's like, I shouldn't walk in a room and your smile changed because it's something I said. Yeah. And that's a growth for me to be like, well, you could be in a bad mood, but I'm happy today. And, he, and I'm going to separate yeah. that because we're two people. Yeah. Um, me not waiting around for... Oh, is he going to buy me flowers? Is he going to buy me chocolates? Is You know, people wait, women wait for that. Like, no, right. um, you know what? I love myself enough. I want flowers on my counter. I'm going to go do that because I don't have to expect that from him. We yeah. put an expectation sometimes on men that we want that thing, you know, and then that could be bad or that could be good. It depends how that person takes to it, you know? That's a great example of a healthy relationship, but it does take a lot of work. Like you said, mm -hmm. we got to do self-work as well. For me, a healthy um, relationship looks like communicating without throwing jabs. Mm -hmm. And we do bring a lot. And it's a level of maturity, mm -hmm. right? So we do. But even um, I'm older than you girls, ladies, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And I we carry a lot of baggage, 
-hmm. from other relationships. Like you have a new relationship, a newer relationship, and you haven't had many relationships. I don't know about you, Mm -hmm. but I've had a few and a lot of them are a learning, all of them were learning experiences, but I've also brought trauma Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from those relationships into my relationship. And, and finally being with somebody who says it's okay. I knew, I know you went through a lot previously. Mm -hmm. I'm not that guy. I'm here to love you, but it's true. You got to love yourself first. So Mm -hmm. even if you have that person in your life, if you're not Mm -hmm. loving yourself first, Mm-hmm. And, and giving yourself your flowers and your chocolates and doing things for yourself and just doing that self-work, mm-hmm. it's not going to really matter. It's not going to be a healthy relationship. So, I mean, we talked about healthy. Yeah. We kind of know what a toxic relationship looks like. Um, I think a toxic relationship looks like a woman hiding her identity, afraid to speak, isolating herself from the people that she loves and cares about. Mm-hmm. Um, embarrassment and um, what does it look like to you Zali What's, what do you think toxic looks like to you like if you saw somebody you're like they're in that relationship but something don't look like right what the, What would bring those that conclusion to you ooh when they don't know who they really are they don't have their own self identity mm-hmm. ooh yeah I realized that yeah. that's a good one <laughs> mm-hmm. I realized also when we talk about the self love I realized in my relationship I feel like we're both learning self-love with each other. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how can we, you know, like we have those conversations mm-hmm. all the time of, okay, I'm in, I'm, maybe I'm physically insecure. Yeah. We'll communicate that to each other yeah, and be too. like, well, how do, how do we fix this? Mm-hmm. What do we do? And he'll be like, listen, I can tell you, we understand we're on our own personal mm-hmm. journeys just in life, but we're also riding it out together, learning our lessons together and, that's why I said that with the toxic, if you don't have someone who's saying all that stuff in your ear, mm-hmm. that's how you know it's toxic. When they don't even want you, mm-hmm. when you can't even see 40 years in the future with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. 40 years, that's a long stretch. Some people can't even see five months, five months mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The next month. Some people can't even see tomorrow. Like the last two um, acts, two of the last acts of violence here in our community were domestic violence where the men, um, you know, assault, shot the women. Mm-hmm. And, and it's sad because it's like, what were the red flags that led up to that? What were the toxic traits? What did it look like to family, friends, to co-workers? Was it obvious? Mm-hmm. You know, do, do we turn a blind eye because we're like, oh, we don't want to get involved. That's their drama. Like, we don't want to get involved. When do we get involved, Angie? Like, I feel like women who are in toxic relationships are not able to leave until they're ready. So it's not that they don't know. It's not that they're not sitting there at night and be like, I have to get out of this. It's not healthy. I need to go. What happens is you get comfortable. You don't have a self-identity. Who am I without this person? How am I going to pay my bills? Who's going to do this for me? So there's a lot of things that lead up to that you're in a crutch, you're in a situation where now what do you do? And you're sitting there and you pray because at the end of the day, you consider that love. Yeah. You know, like, you're not like, they don't love me. No, they love me. That's in your head. They love yeah, He's me. jealous. That's why so, he hits me. Yeah. So I yeah. just got to be better. I can't do that no that's more. Right. And really, that's not love. And that comes back to the self-love. Wow. If you know what self-love looks like, you're going to put a boundary to that. That's right. You're not even, that's not even going to attract you right. because you're like, that's, I'm more worthy than that. Right. 
But when you don't feel that way about yourself, then that's where that comes in. Right. On yeah. that note, it's like they say it's the most dangerous time is when the woman actually leaves. Mm -hmm. When she makes the decision to say, I, I'm going to leave, I'm not, I packed that bag, mm -hmm. but I'm actually out the door. I left. That is the most dangerous time um, for a woman in a toxic relationship. But I mean, without the domestic violence, there can still be um, toxicity mm -hmm. in your relationship. For sure. You know, name calling and and mm -hmm. and just degrading women and um, your woman and controlling. Controlling is good, you know. Mm -hmm. Controlling. So, how do we how do we navigate through that? Like, what do we tell women? What would our advice be to a woman who is experiencing that? You know? So, I think communication with your partner is key. Just like you were saying, yeah, you have to be very upfront. So a lot of the times that comes with a level of trust. Mm -hmm. Can I trust them? How do I communicate my feelings with them? Are they going to validate my feelings? And then how do you build on that? So I feel like you start with your boundaries, right? You have your boundaries of what you accept, what you don't accept. As soon as something's not comfortable to you or you don't like that, that has to be addressed. Immediately. Immediately. Like you don't have time to, you know, like, yeah. and it might not be at that moment because it's heated and you have yeah. to walk away. Right. But the next time you're calm, like, I didn't like that. Like, yeah. I'm not putting up with that. Like, that's not how you're going to treat me or I want respect, that's you right. know? And then the next time it happens, and unfortunately, you have to make a decision whether it's worth it or how else can you fix that? Does that mean you go to therapy? Does that mean... You know, everybody's relationship is different in that aspect. But I feel like you have to have a plan of action. So you kind of you kind of answered the next question that I had before I even asked it again. <laughs> um, what can men do to um, work on improving a relationship? So if things are rocky. Things are a little hectic. You've been fighting. You've been arguing. What can a man do? We know what we could do. But what can a man do to say, you know what, let me work on this. Let me let me let me compromise. Let me be the the bigger person. Let me get the hugs back. What what can I do to do that? Just to get the the love back and 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 the communication back. I'll go ahead, Zali. Work on your self-love as well. Mm. I would say that cuz I feel a lot of men they don't prioritize it with themselves either. Yeah. That self-love. As women, we say it all the time. Mm -hmm. But men, yeah. I don't I haven't heard of men say self-love in ever, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to also insecurities, knowing their root causes to their problems, that's that's how you address yeah. yourself. It all starts with self-love. Yeah. On both well, it, you know, the it's a stigma, like when a man is emotional or they're taking yeah. care of themselves or they're putting themselves first, it, it's a stigma that they're weak, you know, or they're not or they're whoops or something like that when they're really working on self-love. Yeah. So that's a great point. And, and what do you have to say about that? What do you think men can do, Angie? I think vulnerability. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, like, softness. So I feel like when you're in a relationship, uh, yes. you have to be able, like, Gentle. yes. Like, I want them to be, like, it's okay. Like, I know you're sad. Like, it's yes. all right. It's going to be okay. Like, sometimes you just want to be held and, you know, mm -hmm. love through that. Like, yeah. you don't get that all day. You're constantly giving, 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 giving. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it's like, and I know at their end, they're doing the same thing, but it's like just a gentleness. The gentleness. Like, yeah, because uh, guys are, like, hard. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes I don't think, I, 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 th I don't want to make excuses, 
But sometimes I think they don't know how to be gentle mm -hmm. to us, maybe because of things that they've experienced mm -hmm. through their childhood. You know, if that, especially if dad was putting his hands on mom mm -hmm. or, or always he's seen his parents or, you know, other adults in relationships cursing at each other. Like when they're having an argument, that's one thing I don't do in my argument. Don't call me no names. Don't call me on my name. We could have any type of argument, but don't call me out my name. Don't insult yeah. me. Don't degrade me. But I think guys generally don't know how to console us. What, you know what I mean? They just mm -hmm. don't know what to say, mm -hmm. so they don't do it. Don't let the tears start. Don't let the tears come down. They don't know like, what to oh, do. They're like, crying. oh my God, you're crying. You're crying. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't look crying. I'm like, yeah. that's not existing. Like, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, in, it's insane. Like, I, you know, I've been crying a lot lately. I've been dealing with some stuff. And my other half, I think he's now finally getting it. Like, all you got to do is just... Yeah. Um, yeah. Kiss me on my forehead. Yeah. Kisses, guys, kisses on the forehead. <laughs> I don't know. Am I right, ladies? A kiss on the forehead? Right? Yeah, for sure. That's something that really it's is like gentle. Sure. It's gentle. It's soft. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's it's um it's very um innocent. Mm -hmm. The kiss on the forehead is innocent, like it's a sign of protection. It's, it's a sign of protect protection. And that's just a small thing y'all could be mm -hmm. doing. Kiss us on our forehead. Mine mm -hmm. does. I'm lucky. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. But that that that's one thing. Um yeah. and just you know. We know that y'all are not mind readers. We're starting to understand yeah, that ourselves. We're trying to get there. <laughs> because yeah, everything in my mind everything that's going on in my mind. Like, you're not mad. I'm, I'm mad you didn't wash the dishes. Why didn't you figure that out? Why didn't you figure that out? The dishes are there. Let's go. We Thank understand you. that y'all are not mind readers, but we need y'all to let us know that sometimes. Like, babe, what's wrong? I'm not a mind reader. Let, let me know. You know, Mars versus Venus. Like, uh, you got to verbally tell me what's bothering you in order for me yeah. to be there for you. So that I definitely get. Um, mm -hmm. That's awesome. What about... Go ahead, Z. I wanted to add to that. Um, another thing, too, being long distance, you know, it, that's even harder. Ooh, I can imagine. <laughs> when it comes to coming and reading yeah. my mind. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes I feel like at this point he does read my mind. Because yeah. sometimes he'll know, like, Oh, I can tell she's upset. She's a little more quiet. So mm -hmm. what he'll do is he'll be like, "Listen, I don't know what you're going what you're going through right now. If you don't want to talk to me about it right now, it's okay. But I'm always here. Just that is like okay. And then I'm yeah. like, oh man, maybe I'm being mean at him. Maybe <laughs> let me tell him what's going yeah. on. Yeah, that's, that's that helps. Yeah, that's a good. That's some good advice for the fellas out here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. gentle kisses on the forehead, and just say, I don't know what's going on, but I'm here. I'm here for you to um, talk to. For sure. Ooh, let's talk about. Um, we have some questions made up for us, so that's why we're going in this order. Um, let's talk about insecurities in relationships. That's a good one because I think that's on mm -hmm. both sides. But we're talking about the guys tonight. <laughs> um. We're here to talk about the men and the insecurities in men. I, for me, I feel like, let's go to the growth thing, like the, the different changes mm -hmm. when people are growing. I think guys sometimes when they see their other half growing and maybe they're not growing at the same speed mm -hmm. or they had a stunt in their growth um, and they see the women, us, like just going fast, like we're moving, all these things are going on. I feel like that's an insecurity for yeah. them. Is it because they're, they're supposed to be the provider, the yeah. one that's holding it down? Mm -hmm. 
Like, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think anytime a woman makes more money than a man, Ooh. it makes them uncomfortable. And it might not be said, like, and at the end of the day, the pot goes to the same it's thing, going you to know the same what I mean? Place. Like, my check's coming in, your check's coming in, we're paying bills, but it's just the thought. And they might not say, like, hey, like, that yeah. makes me feel uncomfortable or, you know, but I feel like anytime that happens and maybe it's just instinct maybe they're just like you know they're naturally used to being now women are becoming more progressive as time's going on we want to be out the house we want to be doing change we want to have our own careers um we want to go so now it's kind of like where we're pausing and we're like hey like we want to be successful and have a name for ourselves but now you kind of have to step up and help with the house like you have to wash dishes and you have to help cook right. dinner and change a diaper right. because I'm working 50 hours just like you're working 50 yeah. hours you know yeah. so a lot of things have changed I think they've changed quickly because if you think about like to my grandma's to me you know just that like she was more home she would get yeah, out of work yeah, yeah. at two o'clock dinner was on the table, table. like that that, that yep that whole mindset to today is different in my ass my opinion it's totally changed like it's wiped I, out like i agree with i'm you. like it's different you know um so i definitely think that brings insecurities um to the yeah. table for sure yeah definitely i think the other thing um that i feel Men are insecure. I, I don't know why they're insecure about it. Maybe they've had past relationships where women have cheated on them mm -hmm. or can't, you know, like some girls will say, that's my brother, but really are, mm -mm, you know, mm -hmm. with their brother, you know, because there yeah. are, that, that happens. So I can understand why men would think that would be, a ins, you know, be yeah. insecure with women around men, but that's, What's your opinion on that, Zali? Insecurities, like women working in an all man's field or with all men or so because you do. Nah. You do. I feel like this is a funny time yeah. for me uh -huh. because I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm going to I'm going to ask him and be like, mm, any girls say anything to you? And hey, well, yeah. but you got to joke around about it. But. At the end of the day, you make sure you still have those conversations outside yeah. because sometimes those jokes mm -hmm. can feel real. And yeah. there's moments where he'll joke around and he'll be like, ha you talk. And I'm like, it's not funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like that. Don't, don't play with me like that. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. And then we have to have that conversation. Do you for real trust me or are you saying these jokes because you yeah. like yeah. Yeah. You know, that communication sure. thing again. And I feel like when they throw jabs like that. That's how they really feel it. For real, but then it's like a slap in the face. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, is that what you think of you, me? Is that what yeah. you think of That's me? what you think I'm guys. Like, I've been with you now. how long and this is this is what you're thinking. Yeah, you you're think like, I can't I'm out on myself? Work, like, <laughs> like, no, I'm doing my job. Like, exactly. I have to be nice. They think I'm being yes. flirting. I'm being nice. Like, being nice. how's your day? Okay, bye. Action. <laughs> Absolutely. So that, that's a huge thing. And that's that's insecurities. Um, I know it's us, you know, part two, because the guys went on last week. But I think insecurities on both sides mm -hmm. could be so damaging. It could it could um it could bring accusations, um, mm -hmm. um non-truths, mm -hmm. accusing somebody of doing something and really not doing it because you're insecure. So to me, all of this goes right back to yeah. self-love. Mm -hmm. All and and, and and knowing your identity, like knowing you are the shh. You know what I mean? That, I don't have insecurities because I know I'm, I'm a good yeah. person. I know that I bring mm -hmm. value. 
um, to the relationship. I know I'm being honest in the relationship. I got good communication. That will take away some of the insecurities in a relationship because you're going to bring to the table confidence. Yeah, for sure. Can I add to that? Yeah. Also realize, because I, me and my boy, I see us both kind of like cycle breakers in our families. Like Ooh, we both have those I conversations mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like we're trying to just do everything healthy. Like yeah. we're, we're trying. But also realize you can be as healthy as you think you are and still have that phase where you're messing up and you got to realize what's going on and realize, oh, maybe my insecurities came back up again. Oh, maybe this came. Okay, maybe this triggered me and now I'm acting funny a little bit. Like, I feel I got I got I got a crazy question, right? You're out with your man, your husband, your boyfriend long distance, right? You're walking, you're going somewhere nice and a girl, beautiful woman walks by, mm-hmm. right? Beautiful shape, beautiful woman, gorgeous, mm-hmm. right? And your man goes nonchalantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, I have that because for me, I'll speak for me real quick. That doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. That does not bother me. Maybe it's because I'm Maybe it's younger. No, I think you should know no matter what. That's how I'm like. I mean, no. I don't. It doesn't bother me. I'd be like, she would be gorgeous. Don't be like, don't be like, damn. Don't be extra. But if you're just like, okay. like I say, listen, me and my boyfriend, we went to Hooters. Yes. They didn't know So, do you know what Hooters was? No, <laughs> but we were there. I, I trusted him. I trusted him. I was like, I feel like you're gonna be fine. It's, you know, like I, it's okay. Some females will be like, No, you're not going. Yeah, I'm not that type. But yeah. if you break your neck, I'm yeah. gonna break your neck. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a, it's a way. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. It doesn't way. But how would the men feel? If your oh girls gosh. did it, if your women did it. Oh so gosh. if you're watching out women there, are, yeah, if, if you're watching, I want some feedback on that question. <laughs> it's, it's really a simple question. Walking down the street, you're with your girl, y'all getting ready to go to dinner, and a, and a nice looking gentleman is passing by, and she's just like, oh, God, and keeps it moving. How would you feel about that? What is your reaction going to be? Is it going to ruin the dinner plans? Y'all going to be fighting all day across the table, you know, all night across the table? That that's not yeah, that's serious. Like a, that's like a um, what's that saying? Where where your shoe? Um, walking shoe somebody, fits, yeah, yeah, yeah like, walking somebody else's shoes. Oh like, yeah, like, walking somebody you know, else's shoes. We want to know. Like, they're always okay ditching out, but are they okay ditching in? That's it. That's how it feels. So like, I, I'm really curious. One way. I have a good question too. Okay, go ahead, go for it. So, so, you know, my generation, we brought in all the social media, right? Ooh, talk about so that. So, when mm-hmm. it comes to social media, I, how do you feel if your partner is liking other women's posts? And it's not... I, I, I see your face, you, 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 you turn red. Especially a She's like, turn red, I'm, I'm blushing, y'all. I'm blushing. <laughs> she turned red, Angie. They got me. Yep. No, I don't... That, I don't know. I think if it's people that I don't know... Yeah then that's different. Like, it's somebody I never knew. It's a famous person. That doesn't really bother me. But if it's somebody, or if it's, like, a nice picture of a girl. Like, you know, like, Miss Jeannie has a picture. and Yeah, you, you can't know, use me as an excuse. Well, no, I'm not you. Okay, you somebody. You can't use me. You can't no, use I'm me. No, I'm saying. Like I know. A, okay, a, let's think a, of somebody my age. Yeah. 
somebody my age. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think of people my age, but yeah. I probably went blank. Yeah. So somebody my age, but they have a nice professional picture or they're at the beach or something nice. And I could be like, oh, okay, like maybe. Yeah. But if it's something sexy and he's over here liking every picture. Yeah, she's then, in her bikini on the beach. And I'm like, dude, what what she works with you? Like, what's you know going what on? Like, you know what I say? <laughs> I'm like, if you wouldn't want me post t- posting a picture like that, Ooh, then don't like yeah. a picture like that. Girl, if don't like a bikini picture, if you don't want me posting a bikini picture, this is a nineteen-year-old <laughs> young lady that is kicking some serious knowledge right now. Yeah. Why would you like a picture like that if you wouldn't even want your yeah. own love? Mm-hmm. Um, posting a picture like that, like somebody else liking it, and, and, and somebody else liking our picture. Yeah. Exactly. That was a really yeah. good point. Yeah. And social media, I noticed that females out there. Um, that you may not get along with or you don't talk too often, will like every <laughs> post on your other half's page, right? Yep. Except the one with you with you and him. <laughs> or they unfollow when you post the picture. Or they unfollow. But that's hilarious. That, that's real life. Like social media causes a lot of toxic relationships. A lot of issues, yeah. A lot of issues. I've seen a lot of people um, break up. Mm-hmm. Because of stuff on social media, like that's insane. So I have another. I have a question. Do you feel, or do we feel as women, if we have an Instagram, Facebook, or such, and you get in a relationship, that a man should be able to tell us to get rid of that? Like, do they have a hmm. say on that? So I'm. I get. You know, I'm. I'm married. I've been there a long time already. But if you're in a new relationship, you walked into a new relationship. Do you feel that's a form of control? Like now you have something and you're like, absolutely. Get rid of it. I'm not getting rid of my social media. We friends want it. Like yeah. I'm not getting rid of my social media. And I think that's an invasion of privacy. That's controlling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is toxic. Mm-hmm. Women shouldn't be telling, saying that to men and men should not be saying that to women. And especially if you're somebody who's out here in the community trying to um, launch your business or your yeah, brand, sure. like you can't, you can't control, like, I can't control if, if somebody makes a comment. I could control my reaction mm-hmm. to it. Your response, correct. My yeah. response. But I can't mm-hmm. control, what I, you know, the only way I can control it is by delete, block, whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Done. Yeah. But I can't control the initial, that's the thing about social media. Mm-hmm. We can't control what people say. Um, we can control our response, though. Yeah. It's not going to get me all excited where now I'm going to let you in my DMs and now we're having yeah, a full yeah, yeah. conversation, mm-hmm, for you sure. know, and Andrews, yeah. and men need to understand that, like, girls will hit you up just because they don't like us, mm-hmm. just because they don't like your woman. And now you're in a whole, you know, toxic relationship because you responded um, in that way versus responding like, no, nah, I'm taken, I'm good. You know what I mean? Stay out my inbox. Mm-hmm. Simple. Simple stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Crazy. What's the next question, Angie? Any listen, we're waiting for feedback. We're interested in feedback. We got one nice person watching here. I don't know who that is. I'm sure somebody will be um checking it out later and leaving comments and we will address them. But the next question is women. I'll let you um, read it. Sorry, I had those are my jotted notes. Uh-huh. Um we kind of touched on it though. How are men intimidated by a woman's success and why? That was the last question that we have written. Okay. Are men inseminated by women's success and why? I feel like just with, you know, how society is on men and women, we all have our own personal things where it's like, uh, 
you know, like we are, it's hard now. They tell us women, they're like, no, you can't be a business owner if mm-hmm. you're a mom mm-hmm. or, you know, or you can't do this if you're a guy or you have to be this way because you're a man. So I feel like just the way that society is, that's, that's a big problem. Yeah. And I feel like, but still, it's it's not healthy. You should see it no matter what. If you're winning, then I'm winning. Mm-hmm. Well, just like men expect women to be their backbone and their biggest fan and their support system, mm-hmm. we expect that from y'all too. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if something that we're doing, whatever we're working on, whether it be our education or a career move, mm-hmm. um, business move, you, you should be supporting us as much as you want that support had it if it's you. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it, it is it is supposed to be said that it's the man who's the breadwinner and launching all these new things. But you know, and doing all these ventures. But women are women are stepping up, like we said before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. What do women consider you? Oh. Oh, we got a question from the peanut audience on here. <laughs> yes, we do. What do we consider? So, cheating? what do women consider cheating? Yes, yeah. I'm, um, so, I'm so. It's flirting. Che- All right, I'll start it off. It's oh, yeah. flirting cheating. I think if anything takes your energy from your relationship. Whether that be flirting with a woman, texting a woman, liking pictures, watching porn, any of those things. So now you're taking Oh, hold energy. on a minute, Angie. So do you think watching pornography means that your spouse is cheating? I feel if my spouse is watching, sorry, this is for adults only, y'all, right? Yeah, adults if, only. If, she's, she's 18. She's an adult. 19. 19. Sorry. She's, she's over 18. 18. Okay. Woo. This is getting uh, hot yeah. now. Okay. I feel like if my spouse is watching more porn than being with me, that's a problem. Mm. So now it's becoming. And also, I feel like porn is a form of an escape. So now you're watching these porn videos. You have this, um, this idea in your head yeah. that this how women perform. Okay, and first of all, women's bodies are not the same and it's not it's a different concept, you know, like you have to actually connect with that person. You have to have, you know, be intimate with that person. Um, So it gives an expectation it's not. And then you're spending all this energy doing and watching that and then you're not putting it back into our relationship. So it cuts like that's that would be my standpoint. Watching it though, like hey, you're on vacation and you're doing your thing, and I, I don't care about that. But like, yeah. if you're over there doing that three hours, and it's like, okay, we're well, when we have you had sexy time, like I'm texting, <laughs> I'm texting her back, yeah, yeah. So that's I think where it would become an issue, yeah. like if it's overly indulged. I everything everything you said. I <laughs> all right, don't beat me up, ladies. She's gonna say yes. Uh, don't beat me up, but. I, for me, I don't, I wouldn't consider watching porn cheating. Um, unless you're doing it because I know that when you watch porn, I thought I watched porn, but I know that when you watch it, it, um, people locally can like hit you up for stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Certain mm-hmm. porn that you watch, you can like have 
one-on-one conversations mm-hmm. with certain apps and things will, will pop up mm-hmm. in that moment when you're watching it. And I think that is when it would be considered cheating. But I think watching it, um, I, I, I don't have an issue. I think that's perfectly fine and, and normal. Um, as long as you can identify, as long as you're mature enough, right, to identify that um, it, it, it is exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not a real relationship. It doesn't define a relationship. It it's entertainment. It's um, it's adult entertainment. Yeah. Like it doesn't define. Mm-hmm. It's not, that's not something that really happens yeah, between yeah. two people to define love. Like you mm-hmm. said, it's not a definition of love. Like, but you have to be mature enough to yeah. be able to do that. Um, for sure. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a mother of four sons. I know that you know. Guys, sorry. Watch I'll be there one day. <laughs> I got three. They don't. I feel with my generation, though, it's too normalized. To yeah. now, it's like, if he does it, oh, well. Yeah. But I feel like, no, as a female, you should. Because you have to identify, is he doing it? Because who knows? Maybe he's not attracted to me. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe he's looking. Maybe he's attracted to this mm-hmm. person. You don't know. If yeah, that look. A specific, a specific look. Person. Yeah, yeah. I can see there. I, I can see it. Mm-hmm. That's where it's like, oh, yeah. Is that fantasy or is that reality? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. What about just like connecting with an old friends and having dinner or having getting some coffee? I think. Okay. <laughs> And this is this is gonna be crazy, but there is a form. Like I don't have no male friends. Rodney does have a female friend, and she's been around forever. Like she's a sister. Okay. And I am completely comfortable with her. I have no issues with her. Yeah. She's our youngest son's godmom. Like she's home. Like I know for a fact. Like she rides like a sister. Yeah. Um, but that's not necessarily every case. So what I trust. And I'm not saying I don't trust my partner. I'm saying, do I trust somebody else going on? Because that's what happens. And then what you have to understand is you open doors. So you don't intentionally go there like, yeah, I'm going to cheat. No, you're probably going there like, yeah, I'm just going to have dinner with a friend. But now you opened up a door. Yeah. What conversation did it entail? Did you talk about your girlfriend? Now, the next time you and your girlfriend are fighting, you're like, oh, I talked to Sarah last week. Let me see what she's doing now. Because you opened up that door. That's what happens. You You open up doors. So I feel like. Of friends, they're like really, really. There's times where you just have to cut friends off for that are females or that are males because they're there because they're hoping. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I feel for me, it's like if you can't, if you're not, if you're gonna act any different than when I'm around mm-hmm. versus when I'm not around, mm-hmm. you ain't doing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I do have a lot of guy friends. That my other half has a lot of female friends, but he can come. To, he can come yeah. to any time. Like he's invited to sit at. He yeah, he yeah. sits at any table, and um, if I can't, I gotta be able to sit at the table yeah, too. For sure, we ain't gonna. He ain't gonna be taking you food shopping and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. and and because you his friend and y'all yeah, doing food right. shopping and stuff. Like we're not having that because you're right. It opens up a lot of doors, and guys gotta really understand. There's that, there's that thin line. Mm-hmm. You don't wanna, you don't want that. Then you can't be doing that either. Yeah. Two issues. You know? Mm-hmm. How about you? Because I know you are separated. Like he's mm-hmm. long distance. So it's weird because we're we're both the same when it comes to friends and friend groups. Like when we had a friend group, we realized very quick how um, that was messing with our relationship. Okay. Cause 
So that's why I said, I feel because we already been through that friend stage and seeing how, oh, you know, you talk to your one friend about some issues. Maybe you guys argued and they're like, break up with them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, maybe you could have, you know, yeah. mediate the situation. Don't just, mm-hmm. that's how you know that's toxic with friends. And also I feel, I don't know, I feel a little uncomfortable with it just because I feel like I'm so overprotective. <laughs> Uh, wait, overprotective or just a girlfriend? Because yeah. I want, I want um my boyfriend to have a genuine, like really, like a really good friendship, and I, I feel like I'm always like, anytime he gets a friend, and it's not because I'm jealous, so I feel like you're gonna do something, but no, I, I want to make sure that you have a really good friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody who's really trying someone to be your friend. Someone who cares about you instead of someone who's trying to maybe get in between us or something yeah. or use you in some way. That's why I feel like, I, I, yeah, that's the only issue. Wow. What about being friends with their exes? No. Ooh, that's a good one. Because I have a story. <laughs> I have a story. That's a good one. All right. Um, friends with the exes. I don't know. I'm 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 gonna seem like this person who's just cool with everything. She's like, yeah, that's all right. I'm gonna do that. I one. um no. I um I'm gonna sound like this person who is really literally just cool with everything. Like it doesn't bother me. It does not bother me. It does not bother me. My other half, it would probably bother him. Well, no, I can't even say it would bother him because. I'm cool. I'm just cool with everybody as long as you're not disrespecting me. Um, I I don't know. I just I'm all right with it. I I think I'm mature enough to handle it. Yeah. It would be is everybody else. You know what I mean? Ooh, like yes. like what what's at the table? Like okay, feelings. You're telling me feelings are cut off. They're telling me feelings yeah. are cut off. We've moved on. What's the dynamics of that? Why are you guys still friends? Or is it because you got kids together? Yeah. Is it because you guys just I don't know. I don't know. Well, I um, mean, a lot of people. A lot of people. Just you, you know, they're together. They're in a relationship where they started as friends and got into a relationship and realized. That just really wasn't gonna work yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. But they were like, but no matter what, we always gonna yeah. be cool. I think that's an amazing so thing. So then that's that to me is different because you're kinda like, okay, we're cutting ties, we tried it, it didn't work out, but I want the best for you. Okay, but and that's I, that's sincere though. Like you're not like, oh, I'm gonna dip on dabble and play and come back and you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a sign of maturity though as well. So if you don't you have okay. That, it should be getting red. I do. <laughs> and now that I got, I got a little bit of color because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, I don't know honestly. Mm-hmm. I think it would take some time. Like I've, I, I've been with my partner for so long, so that doesn't really, it doesn't cross my brain really. Really, like okay. you know, I've been so, but off, off of initial reaction. Yeah, it's like now. Nah. nah, but I'm a very quick no person. I'm always like, you ask me anything, I'm always like no, nah. And then I gotta be like, let me. Now I've learned to be like, let me, let me sit on it. Let me think. About and then it. let me get yeah. back to you in a couple minutes because I'm just quick to know because right. of my comfort, my uncomfortability. Right. So sometimes it's not even that it's a bad idea or that it's not not okay. It's just I'm uncomfortable, so it's no. So it's <laughs> you know what I mean? So I've had to learn how to be like, all right, let me pause. Give me like 
15 minutes. Yeah. Let me do the pros and cons. Let me figure out my yeah. emotions. And then I'll give you a response. Right. And then I usually kind of like, it works out a little bit better. It works out better. What about you, Z? You said you had an example. So I'm kind of the same way. You explained it perfect with a quick <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. But um, I had this one situation. Why I say no is because uh, the time that I did want to say, sure, it's fine. It was when she, um, the ex decided to message my boyfriend because she just went through a breakup and he is mm. someone to vent to. Ooh. And he asked me, he was like, hey, you know, he did the good thing. He was like, hey, she messaged me. She needs someone to vent to. How do you feel about it? No. Right away. No. I was like, you got one girlfriend. Okay. One female. And then you got your mother and you got your sister. Mm -hmm. You know, like your grandmother. Mm -hmm. You got too many women in your life. You don't need an ad. But, but <laughs> you don't need to add anymore. But when it comes to venting and all that, yeah. I don't like that. It's emotional draining. Too close. It's like, why does she need to talk to you? Why are you? Yeah. Why, why does she feel no. like you're her, her safe, safe space? space? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. That would have definitely been an issue. I'd have been like, no. Yeah. She was like, all right. <laughs> I got it. I was like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy yeah. because a lot of times people do go back to that safe space. Like, even if they broke up with somebody and it was turmoil, if they're in a new relationship and it doesn't work out, they may, like, if it didn't result in, like, real bad yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and really badly, they might, mm -hmm. you know, go backwards and try to get in touch with their ex and say, listen, I'm single now. This is what happened. Mm -hmm. I just need somebody to vent to. And you're right. Yeah. I think it's a, um, it opens doors. For sure. And now you think you could just mm -hmm. be, be inboxing me and calling me. And, yeah, and, yeah. and even if guys, even if you try to do the right thing and you're, and you're just genuinely giving that person some advice, like, you know what I mean? I yeah. feel you and all that. Once you do that, you have opened up a door. Now she's calling you mm -hmm. um, at work. She's she's calling you at 9 o'clock at night when you're supposed to be laying down. Um, she's texting yeah. you. Every time there's an issue, she's calling you. And now you Captain Saver mm -hmm. all the time. And, and, and you opened up a can of worms. You know, and if you did not share this information with your other half, you know, from the very beginning, and she mm -hmm. finds out it's going to look like something totally sure. different because there's going to be a, a, a trail of conversation. Like, well, why didn't you tell me, though? That's yeah. going to be our first question. Like, if it wasn't nothing, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. Because exactly. that's usually the their go-to. Like, oh, well, it wasn't a big deal. And guys do that. <laughs> it wasn't and a big deal. do that. So let me, uh, let me pull up some inboxes from a guy. You're going to be like... You're going to be upset. And guys do that, right? So they're like, but it wasn't nothing. I wasn't even doing that. She was the one reaching out to me. But you responded. And you continuously responded. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, then I found out about it. Mm -hmm. And now it looks like something totally was going on between yeah. y'all. And you're telling me, no, she was just venting to me because... I'm a safe space. She mm -hmm. knew me from back in the day and she needed somebody to talk to. Yeah. You know, don't be going to no other females rescue. Don't be coming to nobody's oh, rescue. Mom. I feel like, exactly. <laughs> I feel like as females too, you know how we have girl code? Yeah. I feel like that's where it's like, oh, you know you cross girl code. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Because as a female, right. you know, I feel like no matter what, yeah. even if you're not in a relationship, yeah. even if you just think about it, you're that's like, right. I don't like it. That's a good mm -hmm. point, girl code, because you know when you violating. Mm -hmm. You know you you know when you violate in their relationship. Stay out of their um inbox. You know not to do that. Like 
I would be, I would be offended. I would, well, more than offended. Um, I would be, whew, if mine was reaching out to one of his exes to vent about our relationship. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, why? What? First of all, why are you telling my business? Uh, I'll be like, grab, as a matter of fact, this is what I'll say. Matter of fact, you can vent to her. And um, she gonna do mine in your laundry because I'm dropping all of it down to her house. Don't vent about our personal stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just me. No, yeah. Yeah, I honestly, yeah, I'm very personal in my relationship. Yeah. So there is no venting. I feel like when you start to talk mm-hmm. about your um, partner to somebody else, are they censored? Yeah. yeah. Let me just turn it off. <laughs> oh, there he goes. There he goes. He's on it. Um, once you start to talk about your relationship to other people, yeah. it gives you, it, it opens the door again to people's opinions. So, and you have to be very, very careful on who you trust with opinions. Yeah. Um, because like you were saying before, sometimes people want you out of that relationship and Ooh. you're kind of like, okay but they're a great person like mm-hmm. they provide they actually care yeah. they're trying to change like they listen to me yeah. and you want me to just dip out because of this small issue i'm having or because that's always their go-to well leave well leave leave yeah. and it's just like well that's not life like you do have to learn how to work through that problem and learn how to deal with it um so you have to be very very careful who you vent to so you're yeah. going to an ex-girlfriend to vent about our relationship, why? What, what was what was your intention behind that? Yeah, you trying uh, to set something up just yeah, to like, work out? Why? Like, she's not going to tell you, oh, sweetheart, it's okay, listen to her and buy her flowers. <laughs> oh, funny story, y'all. Side note. Side note. <laughs> I was Ronnie's... <laughs> so mad. I was, but I really was his friend. Okay. Back in, like, I was about your age, right? I had, I was, I lived out here. And he lived, I don't know if he was in Chicago, he was in Ohio. And he had a girlfriend in Ohio, right? But listen to the story, y'all, because this is how relationships really work. Mm -hmm. I used to work out here. He lived in Ohio. He was in a relationship. But we was always friends. He went to Chicago. We would text. I think it was actually, um, my gosh, I was dating myself. When I was growing up, there was no Instagram or Facebook. It was something else. MySpace. MySpace. We saw MySpace chat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he would be like, Hit me up and be like, oh, how you doing? And my response would be, oh, yeah, I must be fighting again. Ooh. Yup. That's Thanks. how. And let, let me tell you something. I'm telling me you. Me and Rodney was only friends. It's not We happens. never had crossed the line. Like, you know, we did like, oh, he would try to like flirt and stuff. And I was just like, boy, you got a girl, please. Yes. But crazy story because then a couple years later she saw me pop up and she probably was like that's that girl right there he yep. used to talk to i it's knew they just wasn't okay, friends so this is a real life story but that's how and i always was his friend and i always be like no like you really like her like like you know just go buy her flowers and makeup yeah and then i wouldn't hear from him for like three weeks because I'm like, oh, it made up. But, you know, if we really were friends. Like, he would be like, oh, you're beautiful. Let me take it. I'm like, boy, please. Like, yeah. I got time for your games. Like, I'm out here. Yeah. You're all over there. Like, what are we going to do? That's but, funny. yeah, for sure. So, I mean, what's your intentions with telling a friend or a female yeah. what you're going on in your relationship? But, but here's the crazy thing. Girls, females, don't be careful which females you vent to, too. Oh, yeah. 
don't like you gotta vent to I, I don't know maybe a sister yeah it is really hard I don't even know sisters I don't even know about sisters cause I know sisters be listen <laughs> they be like oh he's a good man too Let you yeah you gotta be careful ladies <laughs> let me tell you I've had I've had the worst experiences with um females as friends um just going behind my back doing some crazy things I've been bit I think three times Damn. by by women that I've considered my friends um, so I'm very selective. So if you consider yourself my friend today, I, I, I trust me, I've done a background check yeah. to see what your history is because I don't really trust a lot of women like that. Um, because of that, that, that yeah, happening to yeah, me. Yeah. So you got to be careful even venting to your friend. She could be right up there listening, giving you the mm-hmm. best advice, the best advice. Mm-hmm. And she could be at the, 20 minutes later, as soon as you leave, she's in his inbox like, mm. Mm-hmm. She told me everything y'all going okay? through. You okay? If you need somebody to talk to, <laughs> I'm, here. I'm here. I mean, that is what a lifestyle like that happens. It'd be like that. No, it really does. And at the end of the day, everybody's vulnerable. We're all human. So I think part of it is creating boundaries. Because you are. We're human. We're flesh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like anybody can be at any time in any yeah. predicament. Um, so so I think people that are in have been in relationships that were, were toxic and that had insecurities, what we talked about today, are the people that we really have to be careful. Like, those are the people who are getting ready to invade something good when they see it. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, yeah, so we've got to continuously protect people. I just don't know how. All right, let's see. We got questions? Oh. I don't know how to click the questions. I don't know how to click the questions either. It says nine comments. Final thoughts. Our fi- you know what? We don't know how to do the questions. Rodney's not here to <laughs> sorry to, to get us going. But our final thoughts are: um, I'd like to say, as a friend, um, a sister, a family member, you know, if you see somebody in a toxic relationship, where you think it can certain, you see them isolating, or you think it can turn into something um, domestic or violent, um, you may give them a code word or have a conversation um, on an escape or, or give them, them some information in regards to a uh, domestic violence shelter, something close by, or just give them some education information on leaving. This is the signal too, for like domestic violence. There is one. Is, there, there is, is that it? Something like this. It's something like this. See. Yeah. Something like I that. See. You go like this behind your back, actually, while you're walking and you're supposed to go. Oh, yeah. oh okay. So we will, we will find yeah. that. And we put that up. Yeah, yeah, we're going to, sure. we're going to find the domestic violence. Yeah. Um, um, hand signal mm-hmm. and then um, post it up on our page so then you know everybody gets a chance to see it any final thoughts for you um, so I definitely second everything Jeannie said um, and I also encourage all women to do um, self-reflecting take time for yourself um, learn who you are and learn self-love um, because if you don't take that time to make yourself better and put everything into place, you will always, you'll continue a generational cycle because we are what we saw and we become what we saw. So the only way to stop that is to self-reflect. Like, why do I act like that? Why do I allow that? What did I see in my life? And you have to be intentional. Like, that's not just something you're going to fall on. Like, no, like I every day work on my self-love. Some days I don't have the self-love and I'm sitting here saying affirmations like you are great. You are love. You are this, yes. you are that because you know what? I feel low that day. And um, as women, we should support each other across the board. I know I'm always around 
Majini's around, I'm sure. Yes, always. Miss Zali. Zali. Yeah. Um, we're here. Um, they're our promised neighborhood. So they, you know, stop in, um, get a therapist. Like people want to talk about being we have. therapy. Look, we have. We have if therapists. If you need somebody here. to talk to, we can offer you some sessions. We have an LSW. We can connect you with her. She's amazing. Her name is Joanna Richardson. Awesome. Um, you just come in and say, hey, I saw the podcast. I need somebody to talk yes. to. No questions asked. We will make sure that we get you set up with that. Mental health is real. Toxic relationships yes. are real, but healthy ones are too. Zali, you want to close us out with anything? Yes. Um, a big thing for our generation, please stop idolizing toxic relationships. Amen. Please make it a trend to be healthy again. Cause I see a lot of my age, like they, it's like toxic is the new like healthy. Yeah, and it's like we need it's to cool. really wake yeah. each other up again, and as just women, help each other out. As men, help each other out. Be there for one another. Mm -hmm. Self love, as you said, that's a that's really right. big one. Yeah. Learn yourself, learn your partner, and yeah, I'm also here too, always for youth um, mental health support as well. We also talk about healthy relationships boundaries all that stuff so there you go awesome yeah hey thank you everybody for yes. watching today this was promised neighborhoods of the lehigh valley please yes. like share and um please like share our page um talk about us leave comments we'll look at them inbox us if you need anything we also have a uh page lehigh valley i mean promise neighborhoods of the lehigh valley.org mm -hmm. you can go on there and donate if you want to donate we do help a lot of women in these toxic situations we do a lot here in the community if you have any questions stop by 1101 hamilton street suite 102 allentown pa thank you awesome good night y'all thank you good night good night